when I was little, I dreamed about living in New York City for at least one point in my life. But it felt really scary and felt like something like, oh, I could never do that. And now I'm here and I'm so proud of myself. And I can't even tell you how much confidence this has built by doing something that is so out of my comfort zone. So if there is something that you have always been dreaming of, you can do it. Welcome back. This is the Confident Collective Podcast, and we are your hosts. I'm Ryan. And I'm Christina. We are curb models, content creators, and some would even say comedians. We started the Confident Collective Podcast to help you live your most confident life by sharing our stories and sitting down with experts to talk about, well, life. We chat sex, dating, business, relationships, and so much more. We hope you love this episode, so let's get into it. Welcome back to the Confident Collective Podcast. It is just going to be me today, Rayanne. I'm doing a little solo episode. Christina is under the weather and we both have been so crazy busy. I feel like I have not even seen her or spoken to her. She's been so sick. I feel so bad. So send Christina good vibes. This is a big deal that she's resting. You know, Christina, she's like, go, 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 go. So I was like, I'm going to do this solo. You relax, rest, and recover because you need to chill. So I'm actually very proud of her. I was very sad. She was in New York City. I didn't even get to see her. And then I was supposed to be in LA. And then she was going to be here. It's just been chaos. But hopefully we're going to be seeing each other very soon in Los Angeles. I'm very excited. Anywho, buckle up, guys. It's just me today. But before I get started, I'm going to tell you, this is what I've been obsessing over this week, is how I got scammed. Well, I don't know if I got scammed. Some would maybe say I did. (laughs) My dad thinks I did. But this is the story of how I spent $500 at a psychic this past week. So I had a good friend in town and we went to see the Rockettes and went to dinner and we were having the best time. You know, the drinks were flowing, the food was great. And we were leaving dinner, walking to go get another drink. And we passed this place in the West Village and it was like $20 tarot card reading, blah, blah, blah. My friend was like, I feel like we're being called in. Like, I feel like we need to do this. And I was like, okay, I wasn't going to do it. But I sat in there while she got her reading done. Let me tell you, this place was so, (laughs) so janky. Okay, this was like a hole in the wall. This woman looked like she hadn't brushed her hair for five days. She was not wearing a bra. Like during her reading, she was like itching her boob. Like it was just like, she was kind of a mess. But during my friend's reading, she said a few things that I was like, holy shit, like, that's like spot on. Like, oh my God. Okay. Like, oh, oh, all right. So I was like, I was drawn in, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a reading. Of course the reading, once you get inside, it's not $20. She's like, well, that's just for, you know, a poem, but to do a full reading, half reading, blah, blah, blah. Ended up, we ended up paying for $50 readings. Okay. So I'm like, well, I'm going to do it. All right. And 
let me backtrack. At the end of my friend's reading, she was trying, she was saying she's got a, you know, a bit of a negative energy and she needs to clear energy by buying a crystal for, for $50. They're usually a hundred, but she's going to give her a deal because she wants to help her. And I know my friend's on a budget and I'm like, no, no. I said, no, Missy, you're on a budget. You don't need the crystal. So she does not take the crystal, but then I get in the seat to do my reading. I get in the seat to do my reading Okay. And she says a few things that are like spot on. Like I'm trying to think I wrote them down on a napkin, but I'm trying to remember, like she said, you had a very significant love. A name starts with the letter M and my ex-boyfriend's last name starts with an M. Okay. So I was like, oh my God. She said, you know, a various amount of things, you know, you're going to live a long life, like two kids. She was like, I feel like you already met your soulmate between 25 and 27. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, I don't, I think you're wrong on that one. And then she asks my friend to leave the room and go outside. She's like, I just need to pick up on her energy alone. Okay. And she's like, you have someone blocking your love life and I need to figure out who it is. And okay, when she said this, I was like, oh my God. About a year ago, I was walking down the street in Los Angeles and a woman stopped me. I just got my nails done and she was like, there are, there, there's someone blocking your love life and I, I want to, I want to help you. So the fact that this woman a year later said the same thing in New York, I was like, oh my God. God, this is, you know, after a few drinks, I'm thinking, all right, this is a sign. I got to, I got to figure out who the fuck is blocking my love life because I've always, I just feel like my, for me, it's always been ever, there's girls who always have the boyfriends and I just don't like, I, for me, it's hard. So I'm like, there has to be something blocking it. Okay. So she's like, I want to help you. This is what we're going to do. She's like, for $450, you're going to call me every day for the next three days, we're going to go back and look and see what has happened in your life. Who, 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 who is blocking your love life? Um, she's like, have you dated anyone who's Hispanic or had anyone significant in your life from Hispanic culture? And I'm like, no, I'm like racking my brain. I'm like, no, not really. Like I, 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 I can't think of anybody because essentially she was telling me, and I cannot remember the word and I have tried to Google it and figure it out. Maybe you will know. It's called, in my head, I want to call it Brunella, but that's not what it is. It's essentially like the same concept of, as an evil eye. She's like, someone has put this on you, okay? And is blocking your love life. And I'm like, who the hell put this on me? Is blocking my love life, okay? Like, this is this is not cool. So anyway, I get schmooze. I'm like, all right, you know what? This is the second time it's happened to me. Let's figure this out. Okay, let's get to the bottom of this. So I get out my Venmo, send her $500 because $450 for, you know, unblocking my my love life and $50 for the reading, okay? (sighs) Anyway, I walk out of there and I just start panicking. Like, what did I just do? What the heck did I just do? But I had to lean into it because like I'm committed to this now, okay? So the next day, I call her. And we talk on the phone for about five minutes. She's like walking to the grocery store. She's like, the wind is whipping through the phone. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is chaos. She's like, you know, I've gone back. She was like, how'd you sleep? 
I was like, oh, I slept great. She's like, okay, I'm kind of surprised, you know, because I was in there last night uh, looking at your spirit. And I was like, okay. She's like, I went back to about seven years old, but this happened before seven. So I got to try and I got to go back further tonight. So call, call me tomorrow. I'm like, okay. Call her the next day. She's like, all right, you know, I've gone back to about four years old and this has happened before four years old. I think this happened at birth. Um, and so we're going to, I, I got to go back, you know, further tonight to look. And I'm like, where is she going back to? But okay. All right. I'm like, okay. And my friend, she's like, it's you. It happened at birth. You're the one blocking your love life. So I'm convinced that it's me. I'm blocking my love life. I'm going to call her the next day for $500. She's going to be like, you're blocking your love life. And I'll be like, no shit. So anyway, the third day I call her and she goes, all right, I, I, I figured this out. <laughs> I figured this out. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. I'm just remembering because I told my mom this and she was like, what the hell are you doing in New York City? Um, I figured this out. She goes, you were a twin. There was a twin. There was another. There was a, a twin. There was another spirit in your mother's womb with you. Your mother might not even have known that there was a twin because maybe it didn't make it past, you know, a point where they can tell that there, there's twins. And it was going to be a male baby. And this male spirit has latched onto your soul and it thinks you're, it's twin flame. And so you probably have felt like you maybe have a very masculine energy. This is going to cause a lot of push-pull in your in your life. Do I need to be in LA? Do I need to be in New York? Yada, yada, yada. Should I be doing this? Should I be doing this? You might find it very difficult to like connect with, with men. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, she might be on to something. I'm like, this does. I'm like, I have said this so many times where I'm like, women, I connect with women. Yay, yay, yay. Men, there's like a block. Turns out it's my twin who thinks he's my twin flame and is fucking blocking me. Okay. So she's like, it's pretty bad. It's bad, but I've, I've got to figure out, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and figure out how, how to get this unblocked for you, how to clear this spirit, because this is not good. This is not good. She just kept saying, this is not good. And I'm starting to get a little freaked out. Okay. I'm like, I'm like, okay, twin, dude, what the heck is going on? Like, why are you, why are you blocking my life? Cause she's like, you're, you're late. You were supposed to meet your, your, uh, soulmate between 25 and 27. You're 29. This, this soul, the spirit is blocking you. You're, you're late. You know, you need to meet your person. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, what are we going to do here? Lisa, that's her name. And She's like, well, you got to call me tomorrow and we're, I got to try and figure out how we're going to unblock this. So I'm calling Lisa tomorrow and uh, we're going to figure out. So I'll have to give you an update next week because I'm going through with this. But if she tries to get more money out of me, I'm going to say, Lisa, look, $450, 500 really, because the reading, that should be plenty to unblock this spirit. All right. Like, come on. Come on, girl. So. That is what I have been obsessing over. It has been in my head and now I, but I don't want to claim this energy and block myself because I actually have been having very good luck with my love life here in New York. Okay. So I don't want to claim this energy, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, she might be onto something. So this is what I've been obsessing over people. And the lesson is do not go to a psychic after you've had a few drinks. Do not pay them $500 because you know what? Let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let me, let me tell you the lesson next week. 
on next week's episode to see maybe Lisa's going to unblock me, everyone. And then I'm going to be have my soulmate. So I can't speak yet because the process is not over. All right. And I am a little behind because my friend was here. So I couldn't she couldn't talk to me. She was picking up on my friend's energy. So we're a little bit behind. Um, So anyway, stay tuned. Well, now that we've got that out of the way and that update out, because I just needed to get that out. And no, don't judge me. (laughs) I am going to be giving a New York City update. I was going to be like, okay, two month check in in New York City. I have only been here for a month. I got here October 20th, a little over a month. I feel like I have been in this city for six months. I can't even describe it to you. It's actually kind of crazy. So this is a one month New York City check in. And I see, you know, some of you are asking me questions in my DMs and stuff. I'm going to kind of go over some of the things I've learned since being in New York City, what I think has made this transition easier, and kind of what my intentions are as I'm moving into settling in here in 2023. The first thing that I keep getting asked all the time, yes, New York City is way more expensive than Los Angeles, way more. Here are a few examples for you. A Pilates class I went to the other day, $47. $47 for a Pilates class. I was like, "Ah." all right, yeah, okay. And this class was packed. Three studios in one studio. I'm like, okay, people, this this studio is raking it in. They have studios all over the city. I'm like, all right, almost $50 for a Pilates class. That's crazy. I also have been on the apartment hunt. And I went to look at an apartment in the West Village. Um, it was like a one and a half bedroom, I would say, because it has a one bedroom and then like a small office that like you could not fit a bed, a bed in there. It's like an office space. One bed, one bath. It was, I mean, I would say it was very comparable to my place in Los Angeles. Honestly, I think my place in Los Angeles is actually nicer, better light, better upkept. The kitchen in my LA place is beautiful. Just really, really gorgeous. Okay. I paid $2,800 for my apartment in Los Angeles. This apartment I looked at is $6,500 a month. $6,500 a month. What? Like, it is actually mind-boggling to me. And, And granted, the West Village is like one of the most coveted places to live. It is a gorgeous neighborhood. It's like where Carrie Bradshaw had her apartment in Sex and the City. But oh my God, I could not believe it. So yes, I have to confirm New York is way more expensive than Los Angeles. I will say though, dating in New York City is so much easier than dating in LA, okay? And I'm going to say something here. I don't think, I think in Los Angeles, you kind of need the dating apps. I don't think you need dating apps in New York City. I walk out my door and I am like, there are men everywhere. In Los Angeles, I didn't see men. Like I didn't interact with men. I didn't come in contact with men. Here you're walking down the street, you're making eyes at somebody. You're on the subway, you're making eyes at somebody. You're at a bar, you're making eyes at somebody. Like everywhere you go, there's eligible men. And honestly, I've just been staring at them until they approach me. I've never been approached more in my life. I do think that might be the new hair extensions I got too, but that's a topic for another day. It is so much easier and logistically too, just to meet someone for a drink, you just like walk or hop on the train. Like it's just easier. 
and you're out anyway. It's not like this whole ordeal to go on a date. So I've got to say, I do think, I was going to say maybe the men are more attractive in Los Angeles, but I just think there's there's more men here. So you're going to have more kind of average dudes and good looking dudes in one pot where in LA, it's just kind of like a lot of good looking, like not very many dudes, but they're all pretty good looking, if that makes any sense. But I'm telling you, dating in New York, way better, having a great time. I will also say, I do not understand where this idea came from that New Yorkers or East Coasters are mean. That is a complete lie. New Yorkers and people in New York are so nice. I make friends everywhere I go. People are just so open and genuine and like... I have had the best interactions with like waiters, people who work at stores, like everyone is so just open and kind. And I think where people say, oh, East Coasters are mean, they're direct. They're not fake. They're like, they'll tell you how it is, but they're genuinely open and curious to get to know people. Whereas coming from LA, I feel like people were a little bit more closed off and not as open. Okay. I will say one of my favorite things about living in New York is just, yeah, the amount that you walk. For me to hit 10,000 steps a day in Los Angeles, I actively had to try. I would wake up, walk two laps around this park in the morning, a lap at night. Like it was hard work to get in 10,000 steps. Here, it is, that's just an average day and it is awesome. I love it. I love it so much. I think there are a few things that has made this transition easier for me. If you're looking to move to a new city, I want to be open that. Weirdly, I feel like I know more people in New York City than Los Angeles. I just seem to have connected with over the years in my industry, connected with more women who actually live in New York City. And now these women that I've been friends with online, on Instagram, on TikTok, whatever, for a few years now, I am meeting them in person in New York City, and it's been the best. And then they've introduced me to their friends, and their friends have introduced me to their friends. And so I feel like that has really made this transition a lot easier. And I will say one tip that I have, too, is just like, even if you know one person in the new city you're moving to, just reach out to them to get a drink, have dinner, get coffee, whatever, because then you can meet their friends. And then it's just like expands from there. I also think that in this city, it is just way easier to meet people. After college, I was like, I wanted to move to New York, or I wanted to move to Los Angeles. And I ended up moving to LA because my boyfriend at the time was moving there. But it also just seemed less intimidating. But now that I've lived in both cities, New York is way less scary and way less intimidating. Because you just, it's easier to make friends here because you're in contact with so much more people. In Los Angeles, you really have to go out of your way to come across people. Here, you walk out the door and you're you're like hit with people. And there's just so many more opportunities to make connections. Now, we can't do this episode without talking about an update on why I moved here, which was essentially my astrogeography chart, Okay. What has it been like living on my Jupiter line versus living on my Pluto line? Oh my gosh, I cannot even tell you the difference is mind boggling. 
I don't think you can fully understand the difference in energy that I feel unless you have lived on a Pluto line and moved to a more positive line like a Jupiter line. The way I can describe it is people see me here differently. I feel like people see me for really truly who I am and recognize that, which is really freaking cool and it feels good. My energy is different. I feel like I have more energy, which you would think would be the opposite because this city is definitely more draining, I would say, but I have more energy here. I feel more productive. I feel more excited. Yes, that could be just like the change of scenery moving to a new city for sure, but my days in Los Angeles sometimes would drag by. I would be looking at the clock and I'm like, the day is dragging, even when I had a million things to do. Here I blink and it's 8 p.m. and I'm like, oh my gosh, but I think I'm just excited to be here and I'm excited about being creative and work and all of that stuff that it is it is just I can feel the different energy. That's the only way I can describe it. It is crazy. Also, again, my love life, I have not been asked out. I have, I think before moving here, I mean, I would have to think back, but I've been asked out in person maybe like once or twice, I feel like in my adult life. Since moving here in three weeks, two weeks, really two, three weeks, I was asked out three times in person. Okay. And I don't know, maybe that's not a lot. I know there are girls out there that get asked out all the time, but I usually don't have that effect on men. Okay. I don't know what it is here, but it's working. So if you're struggling with dating, you need to look up your astrogeography chart and we need to figure out where you need to go because, wow, it is so much easier when you're just in a place and you're swimming in the more positive energy, okay? Now, let's get into my intentions and goals as I'm moving into this new city. So my next steps are really, I'm looking to rent a place or can't believe I would ever say this. I'm looking at maybe buying an apartment, which is wild, which will have to just be like a one bedroom studio. But if I'm going to be spending so much money on rent, I am thinking about buying. I feel like this city, I know I will always want to come back to this city and to have an apartment here, no matter where I'm at in my life, really makes sense to, for me. I just see myself, I think I'll travel a lot still, but New York City is going to be an amazing home base for me to just feel creative and pick up on this crazy energy. So that is next steps for me. I really want to find like a little sanctuary to have here in the city because one thing that I want to be very conscious of is not getting lost in the hustle of this city. I really love the craziness and hectic energy of this place, but I also am a person who needs to slow down and needs rest. So I want to kind of combine the aspects of like the West Coast and East Coast lifestyles. I want to be able to create just an absolute sanctuary in this city that is focusing on like wellness and rest and relaxation. And then I can walk outside and be hit with just the craziness of New York City. A lot of people are like, oh, you don't need, you know, you, you're you fine with like a tiny studio. You don't need this. You don't need that. Like you're never going to be in your apartment, yada, yada, yada. 
And like, that is true. I think I'll be in my apartment less than I would have in living somewhere else. But I am the kind of person that I really, really, really need my time to recharge. So don't let people tell you like, oh, you'll never do this. You'll never do that. Or when I'm telling them what I'm looking for in an apartment, they're like, oh, you'll never find that. Well, yeah, not with that attitude. I think like you got to have faith and you got to be your best advocate and like do not listen to people who say that shit to you because it's just if you you can be the person that finds something I'm like I'm gonna be the person when I find this apartment people are gonna be like how did you find that in your budget in New York City and I'll be like I manifested it and I had positive energy and I didn't tell myself I was never gonna find what I was looking for okay so just really creating a peaceful space here for myself I really am excited to get into a workout routine here. I think I might become like a gym girl. Like, am I going to join a gym? I have never joined. I've always, for the last year, I went to like a backyard gym and trained with a personal trainer. But here, I think I'm going to join a gym and like do it on my own and become a gym girly, which is really intimidating to me. But I'm going to, I think I'm going to do it. Life has been super hectic and I have not been in my workout routine and I'm really excited to get back and start getting into my routine. I think this is a kind of crazy time of transition where I'm like, well, I don't want to join a gym yet because I don't even know where I'm going to be living. You know what I mean? It's just a little bit crazy. So I'm trying to just lean into that. Another one of my intentions is just making business connections and networking here to be hopefully doing a lot more events in New York City and LA with the Confident Collective. I think now more than ever, we want to be connecting with you guys in real life, in person, and just bringing this podcast to life through different events and activations and stuff. And I have met some really cool people that I think will make awesome partners for 2023. So stay tuned. And then I'm just really excited to get to get settled. I feel like (laughs) I laugh at myself when there was a point where I thought I was going to do kind of the nomad lifestyle. That lifestyle is not for me. No, no, no. I don't, I need to have a home base. I need to have a place where I can get settled because when I don't, I feel like kind of my life goes up in flames a little bit. I'm just like, feel like I'm pulled in a million different directions. So What I've done, obviously, I know I've talked about this on Instagram. I came here for a couple months and have been living in, I've lived in the West Village, Chelsea, Williamsburg, and now Soho to kind of get a different feel for all the different areas of the city before I committed to like a long-term lease or buying a place because I honestly just knew nothing about the city before I came here which I think in the long run is going to really pay off and be a smart thing to do. And I really suggest doing that if you're coming to a new city. But in the short term, it is a little bit stressful just constantly being on the move. And like, then you feel like you get settled and you're like, okay, got to go somewhere else. It is, I find it personally from my personality type, a little bit draining. So Short term, it's a it's kind of been not as fun, but in the long term, I'm actually think I'm gonna be really glad I did this just to have a better idea of the city. So I highly recommend doing that if you're planning on moving somewhere new. And I think with this episode, what I want to leave you with is if there is something you want to do in your life, just 
go for it. It's going to be scary. It's going to be terrifying. But then you're going to blink and you're going to be in that living that reality that was once just a dream for you. And it's going to be so awesome. When I was little, I dreamed about living in New York City for at least one point in my life. But it felt really scary and felt like something like, oh, I could never do that. And now I'm here and I'm so proud of myself. And I can't even tell you how much confidence this has built by doing something like that is so out of my comfort zone. Wow. It has been a wild, wild ride. So if there is something that you have always been dreaming of, I am telling you, you can do it. If I can uproot my life and move to New York City, you can do what you've been dreaming of or wanting for in your life. I promise you, just go for it. The whole world, I am in awe of the amount of opportunities in this world. You can do anything you want. If you want to go to Copenhagen, you can go to Copenhagen. If you want to live wherever you want to live, you just have to choose to go. And it's scary. But even if you go and you hate it or do pursue something and then you learn, hey, it's not for me, you at least are never going to be sitting there questioning what if. So that is, I think, the biggest lesson that I can share with you after a month into this move is take the leap. Just do it. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us.